You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving embrace. Fire all of the guns at once and explode into space. I like smoking lightning. Every metal thunder. All right, we are now live. Now live. Now live. It is 9.13, folks. It is December 7th. We're hunkering down. Apparently, a huge storm's coming our way. But you know what? We're still going to be broadcasting on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We're on Facebook Live. Morning's Lone Star. Wonderful day. I'm here with Skippy. We do have a special guest coming your way today, and I'm excited about it. We're going to have Big John come in from the Hog Chapter Cut and Shoot with the te- uh, Harley-Davidson Hog Chapter. They're going to talk about their toy run this weekend. Uh, it's on Sunday, December 9th. And so he'll be in around 10 o'clock. We're excited about that. But until then, it's just us. So uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, uh, today's show, I'm going to kind of go down to the normal stuff. We're partners with Bing Punk Coffee, who are going to be opening up in a week or two over there in Montgomery, Texas. We're gonna, they're actually going to be on Margie's show on Monday. And so you can learn all about Bing Punk Coffee and what's coming on with that. Uh, and then, of course, C3 Productions, or I guess Productions isn't part of it. It's Creative Content Creations. And also C3 Memories, check it out on Facebook. And then Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, all your office cleaning needs right there and then and now. And uh, so, yeah. Good morning, Dick. Good morning. I've missed you. Yeah, I missed you, too. I've missed you hard. I haven't yeah. seen you since Monday. I know. It's been a little weird, hasn't it? We had, you know, some people There's were like. There's a void. Oh, oh, Dennis was saying something along the lines of, like, why do y'all even bother? And I was like, well, you know, we had people have meetings, and then we had to do. Uh, I had to do stuff for Studio B, mm-hmm. which wasn't great. So Studio B coming your way, hopefully by the end of January. So we're gonna get all that equipment out. Huzzah! Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's funny is I kind of want to do our show in there. Okay. Because we get a green screen. We could do stuff. So you can do stuff. We're build one wall, one solid wall is gonna be a green screen. We could do our own um, so recreations of a classic Superman. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. Were you the moon landing? You could float above me. I can float above you. All that kind of stuff. We we could recreate the entire nobody puts baby in a corner dance scene from Dirty Dancing. Oh, man. People would watch that. Totally. I, they would. We would finally totally. go viral. So has anything changed between now and uh, Monday? Do we need to we need to wrap up anything? Uh, no. The Earth's uh, moved on. It is December 7th, which means it is the 77th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Well, well, sorry, 76th anniversary, technically. Uh, 77 years ago on this day, uh, Japan pulled a no-no. Big no-no. Big no-no. They woke the sleeping beast. Yeah, that's right. And uh, But here we are today as a result. And I think I read somewhere that the uh, one of the survivors, like the first survivor died. Uh, the, last the last survivor? remaining survivor who died at 106 just about two, three weeks ago. Okay. So there's no one left alive who witnessed, who participated in that event. That's why we must remember, we, we must stop tearing down statues and, and, and changing textbooks and stuff because I know it's trite, but those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. We must remember that once upon a time, 
Japan was very bad and did this to us, and we responded with extreme prejudice mm-hmm. and won. We probably couldn't do that today because it isn't PC. What, to respond with extreme yeah. prejudice? Right. Well, here's the thing. Only in World War II could we have dropped I could totally see. Don't go to war because those people, you know, they're like. Well, just, you, you know, a few, few short years later, Vietnam, we had that where, think about World War II, the troops coming home, ticker tape parades, you know, Time Magazine cover, well, the guy kissing the, I, the nurse. World War II is an easier sell. Well, it, it was called the Good War. Yeah, it was called the Good War. I mean, Vietnam War, I don't know how you could sell that. Because you had an enemy where you had a reason. What was we were attacked on one coast, and on the other coast was coming a, a man who just wasn't going to stop unless we stopped him. Well, that's a little, so fear, you mon- had that's a, a little fear-mongering right there. No, H- Hitler mean, would not have stopped anyone. I think it's more of like, oh, we have treaties with people now. Now we have to fulfill those treaties. Well, no, now we have partnerships. Now we have combatants that aren't nations. Because wasn't Vietnam you know, basically we saw that one group was being prov- uh, supported by our enemy of the uh, Russians. <coughs> and so it's like, hey, here's an excuse to have a war, but not really have a full-out war. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Because remember, it was a, officially a police action. Uh, Vietnam came from Korea, much like World War II came from World War I. There is a, a like a timeline yeah. of events that one led to the but, other. Uh, the, the CIA uh, a presence in Korea, uh, that started that, and that led directly into... Uh, same song, second verse. Oh, we're just sending over company uh, advisors. And then we got to back that up with military. And it was to try to establish our own foothold in Southeast Asia, which, if you remember the Princess Bride, never get involved in a land war in Asia. Okay. So there was that. But uh, Skippy Dick sending out huge salutes and heartfelt thoughts to those uh, who partook of Pearl Harbor Day when it happened and their families and just to America in general, the United States of America in general. That, that's the part where you're supposed to start humming. I'm not, it's not okay to be uh, patriotic. patriotic. Uh, I will, so I will we can't. fight that one. Even though we have a giant Texas flag. I'm looking at it. Can't miss it. Uh, we have that. Also have former president uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, Bush Sr., Bush 41, finally being laid to rest. Uh, the, the train did its thing. I I didn't see it personally, but I saw a news thing of it. That was, did you see the the train itself? The Union Pacific 4141, yeah. where they actually had the car with the doors they painted open. painted it. And yeah, it, that was, uh, what a send-off. Golly, I wish a lot of these media people would have liked Bush that much back when he was alive. I, I'm just yeah. staggered by the, I don't want to say hypocrisy. I'm not trying to get all well, like, it is. It's kind of hard to hate pe- dead people. In a sense, hey, like, what? hate dead, hate on dead people. There's only a few people in the world when they died, it was celebrated. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking like when Barbara died and we had that that lady going. No, yeah. of course, there's always idiots on both sides. You can't judge Especially a whole world. Since Twitter's existed. Right. But this is the outright love and adulation for a man who, who was cool, who was awesome. And, you know, but he was also the former head of the CIA. We're talking a lot about the company today. But, uh, Everybody, every media yeah. outlet's loving him. I'd love to replay these same, you know, outlets from you know the '80s and '90s when he was in power. Um, pre, you know what's gonna be interesting to me? I was thinking about this because I didn't realize how old he was. Yeah, he's an old guy, and he I'm was like, yelling at kids to get off his lawn on Pearl Harbor Day. So that's how old he is. But I was thinking, you know, if if, if we continue on with the. Uh, the youth of be, like getting involved with politics. Like, what do you think the youngest president will ever be of the United States? Thirty-five. Think thirty-five. Well, that's the youngest you can be. Okay. 
Well, no, that, that, that can be changed. So. Well, yeah, but I think it would take a, a constitutional amendment. Okay. It, it's you must be born on U.S. soil, um, which includes an overseas naval base. Yeah. You know, uh, no felonies, no felony convictions. Sorry, and at least thirty-five of age. But I can see, I can see a thirty-five-year-old winning. And then it takes him so long to die. And people are like, oh, that's right. He was president like 70 years ago. <laughs> right. Well, when I was a kid, you know, it was like, I remember watching Star Trek and they were talking about how Captain Kirk was the youngest captain at 33. I'm like, damn, that's old. I got to be 33 and my maturity level, or shall I more honestly call it my immaturity level was so high. It's like the last thing the universe needs is with someone my age in a captain's chair, or in two years leading the country. So I think there's something to be said about having an older person, a man or woman, black or white, don't care. But just I don't know if 35, if you have. I, I, I Wasn't um, Kennedy the youngest? I believe Kennedy was the youngest president. He was. Then Obama came in at like 44. I think Obama was the first president who was younger than me. For you? Yeah, oh, wow. For, for, uh, for, I didn't know you aged. Yeah. Some people age like a fine wine. Yeah. Some people age like milk. I am in that latter category. Okay. <laughs> but That's anyhow, so hey, you know what? Thank you for reminding me of yeah, that. Right, you know what? I already told you about my milk. I, I hate milk. It's fortified with vitamins. I just, it's I told you that. I told you that story about working at Kroger, and I had to dispose of like yeah. 40-something you pounds to, of... Like a month old milk, and then didn't you have to put on scuba gear and go diving through the old, the big old cistern of old milk that had just been clogged up there? Yeah, no, it was, it was the meat. It was the, that was the meat. Was that was my. Meat. I was like, really? There's no one else to do this. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why am I the designated but, idiot? Hey, you, you know, I, there is a story I want to talk about, and I think uh, we can. You want to take a break, or you just want to go straight into it? Um, what do you think? What's well, well? Let's say it's nine twenty-two. I do want to quickly say. That uh, is the whoa, hot, whoa, hottest whoa. it's going to be today. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's 64 right now in Conroe, but it's going down. going to be going down, but there's a storm it coming. Feel good, man. Uh, no, I want to talk about uh, the, speaking of Twitter and, you know, being PC, I want to talk about the Kevin Hart thing. Did you hear about this? Yeah, let's take a break and come back because yeah. that'll probably turn into a conversation. Good. All right. Well, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're on Facebook Live. Join us. We want to say a special shout out to people who are watching us. We got Brett. And uh, hey, who, Brett. Else? I'm trying to see who else we got here? We got Pete. We got Daniel and Brett. Thank you Bert. so much. Or Bert, you know. That Daniel whatever Bert. Whatever it is. Daniel Bert. We'll be right back. It's like Dr. Darwin. You're listening to Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Fire all of your guns. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. It's 926, December 7th. All right, yeah, so we were, we took a little break, and I, I kind of teased, if you didn't hear, the Oscars are coming again, and that's that award ceremony. Yay. And then uh, they found Huzzah. they found a, a host, because a host is a pretty important gig, I imagine. It was Kevin Hart, the comedian. The only man on the planet shorter than I am. We, we, I bet we could prove that. <laughs> but uh, but then I think it was this morning or yesterday, he withdrew his hosting duties. Now, did he withdraw? Because I know he was fighting. He was telling people, come on, get over it. Well, I know he withdrew. Like, he made an official statement saying, I'm going to withdraw from hosting. You know, I apologize. And Okay. Because the uh, originally it was. Well, parent, yeah, well, originally people started finding out that he said some anti-gay things. Yeah. And it, I don't know if it was part of his act or if it was just kind of like, because you see, see, the comedian's one of those occupations that the way I see it is you never take it too serious because you can, you should be allowed to joke about anything. And apparently he said some negative things. Yeah, basically it was because he was kind of on the record on the stand up routine and these tweets. And I read a couple of the tweets. You know, I couldn't find them. They're like, they're like, they disappeared from the internet. Well, he, he had taken them down, but it was, you know, basically I'm going to make sure my son never turns gay and this and that. Wait, that wasn't like, was that a joke or was that like an official state, like official standing? Well, I'll, I'll try to be, you know, we'll do point counterpoint and I'll, I'll go from the objective stance. Uh, does it matter if it was a joke or not? He's the. Well, I mean, I, I see that's what I'm saying. As a, as a comedian, I, I say you can do whatever you want. Like if it's a joke and it's, there's bad jokes and there's good jokes, but there's not wrong jokes. Well, we're in a society now where so schismed that 
you can have one comedian holding up a, a simulated severed head of our president and say, oh, this is, this is my job as a comedian. This is art. And it gets applauded for it. Well, I mean, that was a bad joke. And then Kevin Hart. So much as distasteful as I found the Kathy, Kathy Griffin thing of, of Trump's head, it was performed. It wasn't funny. And that's what I'm saying. It's comedy to me is just lazy right now. Screw Trump. Drop the mic and walk off. I don't off. know. If, if you dive deep, comedy is pretty. No, it's, if it's dive, lazy. If you dive deep. Every, we, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Every late night show and everything, that, that's what they do. They just rip on the president. Only and, certain ones, not all of them. No, even Fallon's doing it now. Well, Kimmel, we'll, Fallon. Well, we can safely agree that the president is full of opportunities. True, but that's all they talk but, about. But well, you're, you're talking like late show. Late show, you're not a comedian anymore. But now let's talk about most comedians so. the, or most sitcoms. Well, I would say not really. I mean, Even like, Doctor who, who for crying who's out Who's the loud. biggest, who do you think the biggest com- comedic act is today? Like touring and doing things like that. Man, you have got me. I would have no well, idea. Well, I know Brian Regan, and he doesn't have any Trump jokes. And I know Jerry Seinfeld still tours. He didn't really have any Trump, Trump jokes. I know Bill Burr, but, no, but the, he didn't really No, have those any are institutions. Let's talk about every headliner going on at Laugh Stop. And, or wherever they are, whatever they call nowadays in Houston. Yeah, but I don't know if it's as. See, what's strange to me is you should be a lot of joke about it, but when it gets to, like, your, I get the whole material about it, but there's he's a he is kind of a running joke. Like, yeah, I, I don't have a you problem. Could, you could write a thirty minute stand up just about his hair. I, I get that, but that's all. Or you could do. A you even minute. have Saturday Night Live alums who are saying people. Saturday Night Live, it's, it's well, all just other becomes jokes one too. thing. Well, I think it's because I listen to, there's, my my favorite comedians right now, there's a guy named Tom Segura, and I really like that guy. And he's really funny. He's funny because he's very, he's white, but he's Hispanic, so he makes jokes about that all the time. He's kind of like that uh, that boxer who's a ginger, but he's from Mexico. <laughs> just It's just the same scenario. And there's actually a funny video you probably like because you, you claim the night show people. Look up uh, Stephen Colbert and Tom Segura. Because he writes a joke about being in an ad with Jared from Subway, and he was supposed to play Jared's brother, and he was talking about his experience <laughs> with it. And he said some things that weren't politically correct, and Colbert was not having any of it. And uh, he's actually recently got in trouble because uh, Tom Segura did because he used the word the, he he said retarded, and he used like how you couldn't say it anymore, mm-hmm. and that was a whole joke. But people missed it, and they were like going. You know, the, the outlash culture was hitting them hard. Like, Netflix, get rid of this. And that's my point with, so, with the outrage and the schism that... But I think it, I It's think not comedy, someone going too far. It's someone I think going you're too ta- far. I think you're talking about, like, TV mainstream comedy. I'm not... I, I think if you go look at the comedy circuit, they're doing all sorts of stuff. And they're making horrible jokes. I think if you went to the Laugh Stop, mm-hmm. I, you could say there might be one or two that's literally their whole material. But the other ones, they got to be working. And those guys and those gals... Are probably trying to focus on like stuff that's really funny, not just right. Donald now, Trump. don't get me wrong; it is a comedian's right, privilege, that. and obligation to rip on any administration. I mean that that is part of the, and that's why, again, as distasteful as I found Kathy, Kathy Griffin, it's like okay, you're not funny. You weren't funny before to me. You're just it's more of the same. Um, and she used to even poke fun of herself with Life on the D list, where she would say, "I am, you know, on this level of celebrity," yeah. and I get that. And I didn't. You know, call for her to be one thing too, they, fired or anything because well, it was it was dumb. But the same people who were applauding that are now well, one thing ripping that we, Kevin Hart. We can agree on is things that get projected in today's world in the sense of like how do you get this in front of eyeballs? 
And majority of the time, if it has anything to do with Donald Trump, somehow it gets in front of people. But let's take it off of Donald so, Trump now, because we kind of leaned into that. But the Kevin Hart had nothing to do with Trump. It had to do with 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 gays. I'm saying, I, you know, I don't want my son to be gay. If he is gay, if he turns out to be gay, fine. I love him. He's my son. But I'm going to do everything in my power to keep it from happening. Now, whether it was a joke or serious, it doesn't matter. It's a father's well, he opinion. Even says it's he, not well, illegal. He even said what's, what's troubling about it is he even apologized, like, way back then. Yeah. So it's one of those And originally, deals. when this came up to light with the Oscars thing, he announced it, and people go, oh, where did you say these things about gay? And he's like, he said pretty much, guys, that was years ago. Get over it. I yeah. mean, seriously. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. Not, And that's why I'm disheartened that he eventually bowed out. He bowed to pressure and bowed out because— Well, I think, oh, looking at it as a, as a career move, it's smart to say, hey, I'm just going to dis- distance myself. Because he did say he—because he didn't want to be a distraction— and, no, that I could go for. But then, you know, and he can apologize all he wants, but there's no, it's never going to be enough to certain people. And I, But these same people, this is what's driving me crazy, Dick. These same people are applauding it well, as long as it's someone anything, their party Sean, on their side. Sean, if anything, what you need to do is you need to start a company that does background checks for people who want to hire people. And no I, one would ever get hired. Well, I mean— <laughs> Well, no one. Everyone has said in their life, "Oh my God, that's so gay." I mean, the Oscars could have called. The Oscars could have called you and like, Sean, we need, we want, we were thinking about Kevin Hart. Just, just do some Google searches for us, and then you search it and you find it. You're like, all right, he there's a red flag. Ten years ago, he said something. He apologized, but he said it. Well, okay, with six phone calls, I could probably get the pricey of their FBI file. But that's the whole point. Anybody, uh, these people who are ranting and raving. It's like well, eventually the, everybody. Will that's get what I'm tra- saying. But, you dig enough, but I mean, but everybody on the planet has said, has cracked a bad joke, a sexist joke, a racist joke, has used the wrong word, has said that's so gay, has dropped the n bomb, has dropped yeah. the f bomb. Everybody. But I think also what's going to end up happening with this outrage stuff is people are going to start fighting back, kind of like Kevin Hart kind of fought back. But I think the when it becomes normal practice of saying no, I'm not going to give into that. Y'all are y'all are idiots, and nothing really happens after that. I was kind of hoping. I was more people hoping are going to stand that. up, and because there's not a lot of weight to a lot of like you, you, you can't say there aren't some cases that are justified because some of them are, but then some cases are not, and it's kind of funny to me where we're, especially in the Hollywood sense, like what you have to do to prepare. And what you can do with your career, because I bet a lot of people are rethinking their, themselves of like, how do I maneuver around the, these eggshells? When art becomes because the Kevin, primary concern Kevin of art is pretty popular, could, dude. Like that dude, he's probably one of the like out of the movie comedians, he's probably one of the top build now. Gets paid the big dollars because I saw him in Little Fockers, and that really made me laugh when I watched that movie for the ticket sub. I was like, he played some nurse. That probably had. He played the angry black man in Forty Year Old Virgin too, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he played. A, yeah, he was a customer. Yeah. So he literally had like one, like one scene. But that was, uh, yeah. He's so got it made me great, laugh. I was like, this guy now, he's like, oh, he he probably would never do a movie like this. But art is just in danger of. Well, the Oscars. I mean, it's going. When the primary concern of an artist is, I can't offend people. That's where. Uh, I'm sorry. That's where Nazism begins. Yeah. Okay. That's where fascism begins. Right there, not not the whole. You have a businessman as a president. Screw that. It's it's the the fear of offending the the majority, or, or who, who perceives themselves as the majority. Well, and here's well the, my favorite it, thing to come from this is mm-hmm. someone jokes is like, yeah, you should get Alexa Surrey to host it because <laughs> no one can get mad at a robot. Yeah, right. Well, also Alexa and Siri both been programmed to be 
that is kind toe of, the line, yeah. shall I say. But look at it here. We have athletes being encouraged. Oh, yeah, break the status quo. You know, athletes are hired to do one job and one job only, and that's to win a game. Well, I mean, you can't. Comedians you can't, are hired to do one thing, one thing only. You can't when are dealing with people. Like, no matter what their job is, what their. Bingo. That's what I was leading, lead, and, leading to on. And what I, what and you're I, hired to do and what you end up doing are two different things. Well, there's, there's a spectrum to it, too, because if you say if your job is to be an athlete, well, the, the one end of the spectrum is, oh, I'm kneeling, I'm, a, I'm Kaepernick, and the other end of the spectrum is I'm J.J. Watt and I'm raising money mm-hmm. using my name. So, like, you, you got to have both. Yes. You can't, and... and my, that's my point. You can't cut out either Kaepernick. Well, here's the thing. It depends on how good you are. You got to, either way, you got to roll the dice. Because Tim Tebow, think about it, he would, he would kneel, take a knee, pray to God for every time a touchdown. Okay. You, you, you know, whatever. No, but people are like, oh, he's kneeling. He's he's praying to God. He's putting God on the on the sports field. He should be kicked out of. Don't kick him out if they're if they're decent enough. The market charge what the market will bear. Someone will hire Kaepernick if he's a competent uh, football player. I'm telling you, they're not not hiring him because he kneels. They're hiring him because he's just not that good. Um, and JJ well, Watt. But so th- when you call for people to get fired. That's why in the uh, in the comedians, I didn't call for Kathy Griffin to get fired, and I don't call for Kevin Hart to get fired. They're, they're both doing their thing, and if you don't like it, boycott well, it, bitch about it. Like, I, what I enjoy from it is I, I've always said the Met and the Oscars are just it's, stupid. You and, know what? I think it's going to be record low. Well, I think it's just going to be – it's funny that no one's taken the job because I think that's been the problem with the past couple of years. No one wants to host it. <laughs> Here, thank you for that because I was thinking when I first heard Kevin Hart, I'm like, really hosting? It used to be Bob Hope. It well, it's got to be. A com- it has to be a comedian. Well, it depends. Remember the the fateful year that David Letterman hosted? Oh, it was terrible. He was just not. Well, they need what they need to do is just pay a lot of money to whoever it is because that's probably part of the reason they probably don't pay that much. And then you need to get somebody who fits right in the middle of, like, going a little too far, a little too clean. Like, that's why I love Ricky Javaris, because, like, I would watch his clips of just him well, roasting people. So you got Ricky Gervais, who definitely, they put him on twice in a row, and he's, like, you know, letting you sure people. you want to do this? Yeah, uh, Seth MacFarlane. He opened up with a Nazi joke, which I found hilarious when they were, he was calling Christopher Plummer to the stage, and you had a Nazi soldier break in. Mein Führer, he's gone. He's disappeared. You know, the ending scene from uh, Sound of Music. Yeah. And then he looked at the camera and he said, hey, it just goes out, It goes downhill from here. You know, that's comedy to, to hold it up. You don't have people, oh, great, Nazis in America. Um, but Kevin Hart, that, that's who they, that's the best person they could find to host. Nothing against I mean, Kevin Hart. There's, no, that's a no-brainer, man. He's popular. He's is he, top is he that, built. Okay. Well, I mean, I bet, I bet you anything, if you look at 2017, 2018 of comedy movies coming out, he probably got paid one of the top, mm-hmm. and then he's probably top built. And, yeah, I, I don't doubt that. It'll be interesting to see who they get with this because this person will be knowing, well, I was your B team. Well, I think if 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 I was going to choose one person, I would do uh, Billy Crystal, but I don't think I think he's dead. I don't think I've seen him in anything for the past 10, 15 years. No, he's still doing his thing, but he did it He did it for several years, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's the go-to guy when they need something, when something goes down with the Oscars. Yeah. Well, he's always had those funny shorts, and like it was more more of an event instead of just an award ceremony, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, And I think that's why like 
when people look at the award ceremonies, why do people want to watch people congratulate themselves? And especially, I guess some years it works because it's controversy. Like, oh, who should really win it? When they're, you know, that kind of thing. Because you know it's a joke when they, they give uh, Roman Polanski an option. He's an option in the in 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 the running. Yeah, like, that to me is kind of crazy. well. When they give him a standing ovation, that that's where the Oscars lost me completely. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those weird things. But it was just funny to me that Kevin Hart, the the way everything develops, and especially something that was so old. If you're a Hollywood person, you got to be careful about how things are shaped and things can be seen. Like, cause what's going to be funny to me is if it goes continues down the path of ridiculousness, what's going to happen is these actors and actresses who are in movies that portrayed, like, Nazis or something, they're going to be like, you played a white supremacist, that's so right you around, must be a white supremacist. That's right around the corner, and that's what I'm saying. That's true fascism right there. And that's going to be That's great. That's it. So. And so the people go, oh, the fascists are far right. Uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Nope, nope, ain't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're kind of ranting today, but that's okay. 941 on the dot. Did, did now I saw you waving behind me at the window? Is Bigfoot outside? No, not yet. Oh, okay. But uh, we will have John from Hog, the Hog Rider himself, be coming in to talk from about From Hog, Cut and Shoot Hog. Cut and Shoot Hog, yeah. Get with it. Cut and- Chapter 25, 25 and Cut and Shoot. They're going to talk about their toy run happening this weekend, so we're going to learn all about that. If you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio at IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, Condor's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse? and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. 
Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. All right, we're back. Morning's Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio. We got 15 minutes left until we get John on the mic. Talking about a toy run that the Hog Chapter uh, Cut and Shoot's going to be doing. But uh, there's, there's another funny... Thing that happened, not funny. I'm really sad this happened. But uh, funny, haha, or funny. Oh my god. Funny, like really. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Apparently, 24 Amazon workers were sent to the hospital. Hey, there's Sean. Tell him to come on in. 24 Amazon workers were sent to the hospital after one of the automated robots broke a box full of bear spray. <laughs> bear, bear spray. Bear spray. Like you spray on the bear and it runs away. Yeah. Okay. That's a real deal. That's bear a, mace. Yeah, bear mace. Like that's bear a real. That's a real deal. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So wait. The, so did they like get mace? Yeah. So it, what basically they were saying that the robot was moving the box and basically dropped the box and then punctured it trying to pick it up. <laughs> and so this box full of bear mace got over. To, like, what's weird to me is how are there twenty four employees right there? Because it wasn't like it was like a chain reaction of bear mace, just like boom, 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 all around the warehouse. Maybe it was under the. Uh, the, the the ventilation thing that spread it around and maybe like oh my gosh Hank's down go get Hank oh no they got Tommy and just you know running after each other but just, just imagine being in a room full of bear like a bad episode like of Hawaii Five O where, where there's no way after. to escape the room and everyone's just getting infected <laughs> and they're just like oh no but they're doing fine uh, so it's like a G rated version of like the stand well you know? you know what it might be it might be one of the bear mates might be the same as like. Uh, the, that spray that can carry, and if you just if you're just there, you get hit. But it's not mm-hmm. as bad as like being sprayed with it. But uh, maybe that's what happened. Maybe uh, that would make sense because bear spray. I'd hate for it to be contact only because you know you get a little bitty stream. You're running at top speed. There's a bear chasing after you at 35. You're not going to take good aim. Well, when you buy it, most bear spray comes with a holster. So I imagine. Well, you need maximum dispersal. Yeah. So. Maybe we need to talk to our, to our friends, bears, etc., about this. Yeah, let's let's talk to so, them about it. Hey, we want to know about this bear. I just when I I just imagine twenty four. Where I mean, that's just got to be. I can't believe that it doesn't happen more often. I'm not <laughs> saying bears, but I meant like uh, think think about what you can order from Amazon that's hazardous. There's got to be a lot of stuff, right? Like chemicals and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can order cleaning supplies and stuff. So like I imagine you. there's got to be something happens all the time. But maybe they don't report it because no one wants to say anything bad about the overlords of Amazon. The overlords of Amazon, which is the name of my next band, with yeah. umlauts over every vowel. All right. Yeah. Well, do we have any local news before we get John on? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think on Monday we've got Jody yeah. Trier coming in on once Hope more. Hope for the holidays. For Hope for the holidays. And that's um, – I'm trying not to bring down the party a bit, but uh, there was recently a uh, uh, Woodlands uh, – Township Council meeting going on where position five council, uh, uh, township director John McMullen was pointing out the rise of suicides in the yeah. Woodlands. In fact, 
and uh, this is a horrible number, 99. We're one away from 100 suicides in the woodlands this year so far. Um, and a lot of, uh, actually, there were a lot of, uh, there was an upsurge of suicides and attempted suicides in October alone. So something's going on. And so he's wanting a sharp focus to be put on this because I, I don't want to say it's a trend, but, you know, there's definitely an uptick. So people tune in on Monday to talk, listen to Jody, see what she brings in. She's awesome. But also on December 15th, we've got hope for the holidays. You want to be a part of that because this is something that's starting to hit a lot more people. I think about 99 people died. Uh, think how many people that affected. And that's just the Woodlands. You know, and we got Conroe, we got we got everybody else. So, um, and <clears throat> on a brighter note, the Ark Church, uh, you, you know them, they're right pretty much across the freeway from us here. On Saturday, they are going to be giving away 180,000. Can I, can I hear you say 1,000? 180,000. 180,000. Pounds of food. I was just going to have you echo the 1,000, but it was okay. We'll, we'll work on that later. Uh, so that's going to be happening on Saturday. The Ark Church is on uh, I-45, Feeder Road, southbound side of Conroe. I think if you exit Gladstell or 105 and do a U-turn, you'll get there. Okay. Yeah, so some good news. All right. Well, do you want to take a break and let John come on? Yeah, let's take a break and have John come on. We love John. All right. Well, you're listening to Mornings Alone, so we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. 9.51 on the dot. Outside, 64 degrees, and that's as hot as it can get today. Starting about 10 o'clock, the rains are coming all day, all night. Uh, special flash flood reports have been issued for all over town so look you're down out there be careful it's gonna get gnarly later on um well that, that's it for the weather <laughs> so there we go there we go but i we're so excited to have in the studio with us bigfoot himself john from the cut and shoot hog associate chapter right 20, yeah 25 25 yeah good morning yeah some of us don't have a computer in front of us yeah, but geez, clean, yeah. welcome back we love having you in the studio I enjoy being here. That's why I keep coming back. Oh, I thought it was the cookies that Dick was offering. What do you think of the new digs? Look pretty sharp. They are yeah. very new. I can still smell it. Yeah, right. No, that, that that's my aftershave. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're, oh, over the door over there, we're going to have a second studio, have Studio B over there. Oh, y'all are getting big. I know, right? So there's more than just your moms listening nowadays. 
Yeah, that's what, what I hear. But yep. you got you know. cousins now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Any day now, we're gonna get in laws in and stuff. Speaking of which, Dick's got a wedding. It's it's like steamrolling. Yeah, it is getting very close. Like what, no, three we, weeks we don't away. Have to talk about that. Though. Two three weeks we, away. Yeah, something like that. Twenty around days? Christmas. Yeah. yeah. After Christmas. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. I have a daughter getting married on the 30th. Oh, yeah? We're the 29th. Okay. So. Well, there we go. Well, that was a cool way. I didn't get an invitation, though. Yeah, everyone says that to me, and I'm like, I'm not in charge of that. Talk to Holly. <laughs> oh. When my first daughter got married, got I think one. everybody in Montgomery County got an invitation. I told her to keep it open. Just, like, just have it open uh, Have people show up. I'm telling you, when... um. My current wife and I we run out of food. We run out of food, man. When my current wife and I we got married, we just eloped to Vegas. We were out, outside uh, Caesar's Palace at the fountains, and we had all these crashers just show up, and you know we started doing the thing. And and by the time we we're done, we we're looking around, and we had lots of people just just crashing the wedding. Can I? All these drunk frat boys. Can I kiss the bride? I'm like, ask her, man. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Okay, well, enough, so why, of, uh, enough of our marital shenanigans. Let's talk about what brings you in our studio this morning. Sunday is our annual toy run. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is sponsored by the Cut and Shoot Charities. We will be having a poker run. And uh, our chapter has adopted 75 kids from Child Protective Services. Awesome. So, And today I did the math. I've never thought about it before. But the Cut and Shoot Charities have donated over a million dollars to Montgomery County. Wow. But, but uh, that doesn't include 75 kids times $200 worth of presents. That's $15,000 every year for close to 30 years. Wow. Too. So it's amazing how much that we've done. Now, so you're accepting toy donations, right? And um, how, how have they been collected? And is it too late for people to bring stuff in? It is not too late to bring stuff in. It needs to go to Texan Harley-Davidson. Okay. If you have a motorcycle and want to ride, um, and I can't even tell you how much it is because we paid early, but <laughs> I think it's 20 bucks to ride in the, the poker run. But come in and ride in the poker run. The lunch is provided, and you get to see all these kids sit on Santa's lap. Santa, Santa we meet and parade into where the kids are, and the, the uh, Santa shows up on a Harley-Davidson. Okay, now I'm not familiar with a nomenclature, a poker run. What is a poker run? Do you know how to play poker? I know how to play poker. Okay. You leave one spot, you ride to five different spots, and uh, draw cards. And at the end, you have a poker hand. That is so cool. Hey, they, they do it with cars, boats, oh, motorcycles. I, how did I get to this age and not know of this? This is awesome. You work for a radio station. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a dick's holding me back. Yeah, you don't leave your house be. either, so that's probably part, yeah, right. part of the problem. It's house or stage or here. Well, they, they, they do a Vespa run. You should do that, Vespa poker. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my speed. It's, I have the heart of a Harley rider, but I think I've just got the, the courage of a Vespa owner. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I think John's going to straighten me out. I'm thinking of the Segway. <laughs> no, I try to Segway. I, at one of the malls, the one that's on um, where Westheimer Dead Ends on Highway 6 on the far west side of town. Okay. What's that mall? West Oaks Mall or something like that? I don't know. Anyhow, they have a Segway obstacle course thing there where uh, with all these paths, you know, and it's the, the soft gravel, you know, like the rubber gravel. And they tell you if you, you know, if you if you eat it three times, you're done. And but you know, I basically I ate it like 18 times. 
just made you know they made sure to be looking the other way. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mrs. Skippy and I went out there. It's like bizarre. ten bucks, and you just get. But I'll tell you what, segways are the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. Why is that? Have you ever ridden one? I think so. You would remember. Okay. It's you know the whole starting stopping. You just you fly over the handlebar in a heartbeat. So. Uh, I'd probably do better. Well, we know your challenge with like physical activity. So coordination, coordination, yeah. coordination that's the term. Yeah, I think the thing would jack me up with a motorcycle more than anything is just teaching, reteaching myself the clutches in the you know clutches the foot, accelerators in the hand, so the other way around. And, and actually, the clutch is in the left hand. Left hand. And see, that's the thing. I, I don't. The throttle is the right hand. Now, do they reverse those for lefties? Or, no. See, once again, we lefties, we we have to you know cater to the man. And and live in a in a righty world. Well, you could buy a motorcycle built before 1960 because some of those came with the uh, brake on the left foot and the shifter on the right foot. Now, what about British motorcycles? Because you know their steering wheels are on the wrong side. So no, they're all the same now. Oh, okay. That's why I said if you get one of the older ones, I know some of those were different. Well, it's a sad day to learn, people, that Harley Davidson is now conforming with the rest of the world. They used to be all you know. The wild bunch, but now, you know, they're just part of the man. I think the rest of the world is conforming to them. Is that what it is? Awesome. So we got the poker run, you said, which sounds uh -huh. like one of the most coolest things on the on the planet. And uh, you have the toy run. And so is that the same basic concept? or? Well, it is. It's all part of the same thing because mm -hmm. we get the first bike out for the poker run is 10 o'clock. So if you if you want to be a part of it, you come over there to Texan sometime between nine and ten. That's and the Texan Harley, Harley Davidson, Davidson yeah. on uh, Fraser. Okay, correct. Yeah, twenty one eleven North Fraser. Okay, but the uh, while we're riding the poker run, <clears throat> the kids from Children's Protective Services and their families will be going to the North Montgomery County Community Center, and while they are there, they are going to have lunch lunch provided by us. And then we show up and we're stopping somewhere short to make a little bit of a parade to parade in to them. And then while we're having lunch, they all get to line up and get on Santa's lap. That is so awesome. How many years have you guys been doing this now? I do not know. It's north of 25 years, wow. probably 30 or more. Wow. that That's awesome because I know too many people think, ah, motorcycle riders, you know, rebels, scourge of the earth, whatever. You guys are like really bring back to the community. A mm -hmm. lot. Every time you come in here, you've talked about these things you're doing for the community that I would have had no idea otherwise. You would be surprised at some of the tears, you know, when these kids <laughs> are getting. Because when you when you adopt a kid, you know, they give us a list of what the, the kids would like to have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you get a, a child and on their list, it's like, I'd like to have a new pair of shoes. I've never had new shoes, you know, and you Man. get stuff like that. It's It's awful hard. You know, we tell them. Try and keep it to $200, but I don't know what some of these people spend. Right. I, I, I can only imagine. Have, have you ever had that awkward moment where you get a list and it's like, I, I want a daddy, just get rid of the old one? <laughs> I've not seen that. Okay, just checking. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. But a lot of these, the, the Child Protective Services are in foster care, I think. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, how can people get involved between now and then and then on the day? Between now and then, they could stop by Texan and drop off toys. Okay. We're talking new toys, right? We're not, you don't, we're talking, don't drag. We're talking new toys, unwrapped and still in their package. There you go, people. Don't be cheap. Oh, I thought toys were extinct after Toys R Us closed. I guess you can still get toys today. Yeah, you can still get some in a few places. Yeah. 
But we also would take cash. The, mm-hmm. the Cut and Shoot Charity sponsors this, so if you don't want to take the time to buy a toy, just drop by and, and make a cash donation to Cut and Shoot Charity uh, and drop it off at Texan. Give it to Leonard. He's the general manager over there, or maybe mm-hmm. Red. But um, you, can, you can do that today or tomorrow. Sunday, they will be open again. You could do the same thing, but if you have a motorcycle, you'll have more fun if you come out and ride with us. Now, let's say someone shows up in a Kawasaki or something. Or, or, or are you going to let them in? We make an exception one day a year. <laughs> See, it's Christmas time. It's the time of miracles. Actually, we have others, you know, that have ridden with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Cut and Shoot itself, all of the members are hog riders, Harley riders. But we do have rides, and sometimes they'll have a friend that shows up, and he's riding something else. So if Dick shows up on a Segway and I show up on a Vespa, we can get in on this? I don't know about the Vespa. You know, usually... I'll paint flames on it. Usually our rides go out in the country where we'll be above your top speed. Oh, there we go. Maybe with a good tailwind and and downhill incline we can do it. You know, I'll paint like a skull on the the front. Okay. That'll look pretty pretty. pretty You won't be in my group. (laughs) Fine. One day... Uh, there's one reason why, one of the many reasons I love my wife is, uh, a couple of years ago, I was doing the, oh, I think, I think I'm going to want a motorcycle one day. And you, most wives are, no, you're not going to hurt yourself. She's like, it's got a seat too. I'm like, what? Yeah. I got to be your biker, babe. It's got to be able to fit me on the back of it. Well, have like, her you... come up on Sunday. I'll give her a ride. No, let's be there real. We, actually, let's yeah. Let's be real. You're going to be on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Probably we'll just swap no, back and is, forth. Is it illegal to have sidecars these days? No, there's still sidecars. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some. I just never see them. I never see them. They were a lot more popular years ago. And what happened? They, the person's like, oh, I don't want to be in a sidecar anymore. I want to have my own bike. Well, look, look, actually, I think it's more like the cars became cheaper and more popular. Okay. You know, you're talking... 20s or 30s, 1920s, yeah. 1930s. Uh, at that time, the the motorcycle was relatively cheap, mm-hmm. and people could get a sidecar, and then they could carry their wife or kids or something yeah. like that. Well, let's be honest. Since 1986, the only living creature I've seen in a sidecar has been a bulldog with goggles. We have. We used to have at least one member had a sidecar. Really? We would do. This is some. <clears throat> This is one thing we used to do uh, out in Cut and Shoot. There's an elementary school, and we did a, a read to ride. Yeah. And we went, several of us would go and read to the kids, and then the teachers would assign things that they had to do. And right before spring break, we would go out there and give all the kids rides. So there was one guy that always showed up with a sidecar, and some of the teachers would want to ride in a sidecar. And that was an awesome event. Everybody loved it. That sounds it. We would have 10 or 15 people show up to read, and we'd have somewhere around 60 Harley show up to give these kids a ride. And all we did was ride them around the parking lot a couple of loops. John, it seems like a lot of you guys just live for, you know, what can we do next? You know, what event can we put on to to help these kids out? There seems to be like some big honking hearts out there for the kids. There's a few. There's a few. Yeah, you're you're right. Santa Claus is one of the biggest, gruffest guys you're going to see. <laughs> but he grows out a big white beard every year <laughs> just for this role. And I believed you I believe you when you said earlier that, you know, a lot of these big, tough, burly guys are just going to be reduced to tearful masses seeing what they're doing for the Yeah, kids. not quite that bad. Yeah. But there'll be a tear in their eye. I got it. They'll be holding it back in. 
I, I'm not going to leave till I see the, the quivering lip and stuff like that. <laughs> so the snot bubble, you're helpless to hold back. Where, where can people find out about uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday? We have uh, a Facebook page. Yeah. Cut and shoot on Facebook. Yeah, and then we I have linked a, it. I linked it on our Facebook. Okay. Page. And we have a cut and shoot.org is our website. Okay. So cut and shoot.org. Yeah. Both of those will have information about it. But all you really need to do to remember is if you ride a motorcycle, be it texting about 9.30 in the morning, and we'll take care of it. 9.30 Sunday morning in a, in a real man's motorcycle. Not a Vespa, apparently. We have to be in Harley, I imagine. No, 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 no. Any we'll, we'll take We'll take any for this. Any legitimate motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> a real, real motorcycle. But, but 9.30 have, Sunday morning. But you have to understand Harley-Davidson and, and the motorcycles of 1,000 cc's and up Harley Davidson sells about fifty to fifty-five percent of them in the United States, so there's not a whole lot of them that aren't Harleys out there. Right. I have a feeling if someone drove up on a on a lesser motorcycle, they'd look around and say, "Okay, how much for the trade-in?" And may <laughs> may leave them. Well, I tell you, we we did a a ride last week, and we stopped at a gas station in Navasota, and it was a part way. We had three groups of about seven or eight Harleys in each group, so. And we were five or ten minutes apart. But we showed up as the first group was leaving, and, and we were just all around this guy on a Honda. Parked all around him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we look, and he dropped his bike trying to get <laughs> And I wondered, did we just intimidate him or what? And we all run over to help him pick it up, but he didn't take his helmet off and say thank you or anything. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. Oh, he's the, he's <laughs> the guy that thinks every Harley rider's a hell's angel or something. These, these are hex angels, people. But, okay, so Sunday, 930, and be the Texan uh, uh, Harley dealer. Bring a new toy in the box. Don't be cheap, people. Bring money. Uh, bring your mo- motorcycle mm-hmm. and uh, get ready to, you know, bring some cash because there's going to be the, the poker run, which sounds so cool, and the toy run. This is this sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to go get a motorcycle now. When the time comes, will you, like, help me? Sure. Because obviously for my body size and stuff, I'm, I don't want to go overboard. They have some good salesmen out there. My wife is 5'2 and rides her own. Right. There you go, man. Yeah. No excuses. No mm-hmm. excuses. None <laughs> at all, unless you're uncoordinated. <laughs> well, John, thanks for uh, thank you so much for coming in and letting us know about Sunday. Sure. And uh, that, again, that's cutandshoot.org for more information about the toy run and other events. Because I know y'all are doing something else on the fifteenth, I believe. Right? Is that am I saying that wrong? Something about Santa. Is that, that's a Texan. That's a hard. That's, that's at the dealership. Yeah, that's that's not you guys. Sorry. That's not us. But but uh, we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, John. You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star Hire, LoneStar.com. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Fire all of your guns at once. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. All right, we are back. Mornings, mornings, mornings with Lone Star. Hanging out in the LSCR studios. Wait, you know, uh, and we're getting Sean maneuvered around. I'm glad, finally, it can be just me and him. So, you all right? You good? I'm good. All right, good deal. I'd be better with my, I'd be better with my microphone on. Your mic is on. Is it? Hello. Oh, there I am. Yeah. Okay. I know what I'm doing my job. You're not doing your I'm job. I'm not doing my job. But uh, did you see that the trailer for the new Avengers movie went out? Has it dropped? Has it dropped? It dropped. Oh, awesome. I haven't. I just. I guess so. I need to see the, the movie then, the original. Yeah. Well, you need to get with it, dude. But yeah, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We are brought to you by partners with Bean Punk Coffee, C3 Creative Content Creations, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Special shout-out to John from the uh, Cut and Shoot Hog chapter talking about the toy run on Sunday. Again, if you want more information about times and stuff like that, cutandshoot.org, cutandshoot.org. Uh, and then, well, we'll get Sean over here on, on a buggy. And I just can't – I tried to ride a motorcycle a couple times, and it's just – there's way too many things going on. It's kind of like driving a, a stick shift. I'm just not built for it. I would love to, to do it, but 
when it comes down to like panic mode, like someone's coming at me, you know, where I hit the brake, hit it. That was that's my biggest concern. It's uh, my brain would go into wait, which clutch, brake, what, which one? Uh, there's no muscle memory. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I gotta. We gotta go out to that mall and to the Segway place just so you can ride a Segway through these obstacle courses. You know, there's ramps and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. It was fun. And I got to say, I did it. But it, it did cement my belief that the Segway is one of the most useless inventions on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't do that. I, I don't like doing things that you suggest. <laughs> so. Okay. okay. Uh, hey, I, I, I kind of feel bad for Emmanuel Macron. You know, he's the French president. Oh, yeah, there's some stuff going on over there. Uh, yeah, well, his approval ratings are in a record low of 18%. Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I think that happens all the time, right? Well, there's a lot of violence. Going how, on I in mean, eighteen percent. Right where are you coming up with those numbers, dude? Uh, this is from. Hold on. This is from the Sun. Oh, really? Uh, really credible British newspaper. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Sun. Oh, and Reuters. Hold on. Uh, Reuters and the Sun, and AFP. That's like saying fifty percent approval for Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. how do we know? I mean, that's too easy of a number. Oh, it's divided. It's a 50 50. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. But, well, here's the thing uh, there's one thing to, to say a president may have higher than normal or, or yeah. decent ratings. There's one to say that the, the president has record low. I feel, like those are, I feel like those are just made up to push an angle or put people over the edge. Like when you say 18%, I'm thinking, oh, they're pretty near a riot. Well, there are riots in France right yeah, now. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, like, a full <laughs> I guess the on government. government, like, they're actually going to go into the offices and drag people that, to the street. It's getting close to it. There's more than 400 people have been arrested, and Europeans, they don't riot like Americans do. Remember, we have a Bill of Rights over here that don't extend. You know, other countries may have their own versions, but, you, you know, no. When you say, I'm, I'm in Germany and I have freedom of speech, you truly don't. I'm in France and I have freedom of this. No, you don't. That's an American law. And yeah, no, it, it's pretty bad over there in, in, in France right now. I, I kind of feel for the guy because this is, there's not an easy way to, to get out of this one. Um, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, I'm it's one of those things. I don't, I mean, I don't really know too much about what's going on over there. And I think it's, it's one of those things that the whole world will respond after something happens, if that makes sense. Because there's, there's clearly something going on inside the country, and the people are being affected one way or another by it. But from what I understood, it was about their gas tax, and that kind of like was the excuse. Yeah, uh, the protesters are, are led by this group called the Yellow Vest Protesters. And well, I did like how why they have yellow vests. I did like that. Did you know? Do you know why they have yellow vests? Why do they have yellow vests? Do you know why? No, I don't. You no, know, it's because apparently it's law to have two yellow vests in your car. Don't ask don't ask me why, but apparently like in your car you're required to have two yellow vests for emergency purposes. I can see that. So that's just so you don't get hit by something. I don't know else. if I, I mean that could be wrong, but I was reading that I was like that's kind of an odd thing to require. But then again, like I do have a yellow vest in my car, but that's just because I have an emergency kit, you know, like the Gas, to the empty gas can, and you know flares and all that kind right. of stuff. Right, and again, now France, you, you know, experiences what we in America would call substantial government overreach. 
which, you know, the government is in many – in America, you have you, the – What would you say here in Texas is an example of governmental overreach? What was, hmm. what was that? That was creepy. I did not want to look at you doing that. <laughs> the the thought on that. Because, um, I mean, I, I don't really know. Seatbelt law. Is that like you're required to wear a seatbelt? Yeah. Okay. Because the same – if memory serves, it was the same legislative session that uh, removed the law that motorcycle riders had to wear helmets in Texas, but the same session said you had to wear a seatbelt. So basically two conflicting laws for the same basic reason, to save your life. I think if someone wants to be idiotic enough to go through a windshield, they have the right. It's a cash grab. You know, I know they yeah. say you can, they can't pull you over well, for I mean, seatbelt. Was that own. why some states have a law of like wearing a helmet while riding your motorcycle and then you, some states don't? Mm-hmm. Is it a federal law to wear a seatbelt or is it just state? I believe it's state. I believe okay. it was state law. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a state law. I don't know if there's a federal uh, overreaching law. Here, here's another. I think uh, all blue laws are overreaching. Blue laws are? Yeah, you can't have a liquor store open before oh, 12 yeah. noon on a Sunday and this and that. Or you can't have a, if it's Sunday and Monday, uh, a I thought that was more dealer. community driven. Like if your community is like. Uh, why, why is the government telling me that I can't be open for business on a day? I think that's very true right there. It's, it's an overreach. Um, I will say, and this is where I may become unpopular. Some people, uh, the best way I can phrase it is bedroom laws. Oh, okay. You know, well, see that what's, what's weird to me in the world of laws is how much of those are enforced. Well, that's why they're idiotic to, to have that. And you can tell, cause I always felt like any transportation law, like when it comes to a car is majority of them are just excuses to pull you over. Right, and when they said, oh, no, with the seatbelt laws, because people were saying that, it's a cash grab. Oh, no, no, they can't pull you over for not wearing a seatbelt by itself. First off, yes, they can if it's a law. But they said, well, we'll only pull, only if their taillight's out first or something. It's to add on another count yeah. to get more money is, is what it is. So, yeah, I think either reinstate the helmet law for motorcycle riders or get rid of the seatbelt law. You can't have both these laws in effect when they're they're completely contradictory. But if if you don't change these laws, we'll riot and... 18% will be No, we vote rating. some we vote someone in to to help if yeah. we vote a candidate in this is listen I, I here's the thing let's say John Bigfoot himself if he ran for city council and said listen uh let's say we had still had the helmet law and he said you know what I want to repeal the helmet law because of this and that. I yeah. I we elect someone like that we don't riot until we get our way and that's kind of a problem here we have more people rioting and screaming and shouting down at restaurants and stuff when they don't get their way or, or screaming collusion or whatever when they don't get their way instead of saying, no, there are ways to do this. Yeah, There are legal ways to do this. Now, yeah, protest all you want. Do a stage of sit-in, but there's a difference between a peaceful protest, which is legal, and a riot, which is not. Well, and France is falling riot, right? Like they're breaking... It's a flat-out riot. Yeah, okay. And that's what I'm saying. And in Europe, you know, they have... They don't have a happy medium. No, they they're, don't. They're just they, like they don't. The skinheads in in England, you know, the soccer hooligans are, in America. There's nothing. You get your drunk idiot at a at a football tailgate who does something stupid, picks a fight with one guy. That's as far as we go in in England. The hooligans. I mean, I was on the receiving end of attacking them. Yeah. These guys are hardcore. They, in France, you're not getting your way. These, remember, these people are already. You can't get fired in France. You get hired for a job. You never show up to it. They can't fire you. There's a government protection on that. 
but if the government's telling the business, you can't fire them, you must continue to pay them. That's government intrusion, but that's France. There's no Bill yeah. of Rights over there. Well, I think, I think <clears> especially <throat> with the Internet, and there was a report saying the satellite Internet's becoming more and more, uh, basically they're saying like by 25 or 2025, everybody will have access to the Internet. And Yeah, I see that. And uh, I think with the information being spread and people individually finding out about how the United States is the foundation of free speech and things, I think more people are going to be like, you know what, maybe we should have that. We should have something of similar nature because there is a lot of outcry for free speech and what people do, especially in the UK. It's going to get worse and worse because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of that representation of this works. Like somehow our government, our three branches of government, we're doing something okay. It, may, it might be that might not be the best, but I'll take the. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does, and I agree with it. Um, for, like, for the sake of argument, I'll, I'll take the contrary view. It's have you seen these movies? It's usually like a Lifetime movie of the week or something where you have the blind person. I think Val Kilmer was even in one of these movies. He's blind, and then they give him the surgery so he can yeah. see, and he can't. A lot of blind people can't handle it, and they're like, "Can I go back to the way it was?" There are some civilizations out there, some some communities, some co- yeah. countries, some nations, whatever, where they are fine without. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Without the technologies, without the whole. On Tuesday, you don't have these rights. On Wednesday, you have the whole world at your feet, and a lot of them wouldn't be able to handle that. So there's a it's a double edged sword. Well, I think well that's what I'm saying. Imposing I think a, I think information through the internet is slowly seeping through generations by generation of understanding what's happening in the world. It's kind of like the ongoing joke about Saudi Arabia and everybody. It's like, oh, they're on the Women's Council or the, the or Human Rights Council, and they're like, come on, man, like the Saudi Arabia, like. They and have, that's why when we pull out of these things, but oh, they're pulling out of it. Well, that's because we have. People who behead other people in this, so you know. Well, I'm just saying it's it's kind of one of those scenarios. Yeah, and it's just like everyone kind of knows it's a joke, but there's not a re- there's not an official representation to actually go through it. Kind of like the whole Jerusalem thing with uh, building an embassy there. Like you know, everyone kind of knows we're supposed to do it, but you know, no one's really going to have the the gall to do it. But then Donald Trump did it. But uh, they did it. Yeah. So you think what's going to happen to this French guy? You think he's going to get kicked out? Well, yeah, they have elections. No, see, like in England... No, you, you know, they're going to behead them. They <laughs> they're going to storm the Bastille. I think that was the most surreal thing I've saw, I've seen in a while was that Gaddafi thing. Because I wasn't really aware of, like, the political nature of Gaddafi. But when you see it on video and how, how chaotic his death was, like, that to me is like, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Like the regime change over there. That was like, man, that could, ha- that could literally happen on any scale to anybody. Like, he, I mean... Not, not not saying it should or anything like that, but that's kind of scary. Because that was like, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, when you want to make a point, of what someone can do to another human being, I mean, look at the end of Braveheart or Gaddafi or anything, you know, we're going to we're gonna tar feather, Well, that's kind of the joke. That's quarter, kind of the ongoing joke about uh, China and corporations because China takes their corporate uh, laws pretty seriously. Like, if you get in trouble and you're stealing money or whatever, you're going to jail, like, mm-hmm. or they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of corporations, I mean, like that's kind of putting the the fear of the law into people. And if you start beheading leaders, that's gonna put the fear, <laughs> the fear into them. You know, it's like, do I really want to run for this? Like they killed the last guy. So, well, you know, it's 
there is a deterrent. I mean, we have the ongoing battle is the uh, death penalty, you know, capital punishment. Yeah. Is it worth it? I'm all for it, personally. But that's like organized killing. This is, you're talking about emotional driven. But they, I mean, the purpose be they say, well, it's a deterrent. I and, mean, they didn't arrest anybody killing all those leaders. I mean, like, no one really got arrested, did mm-hmm. they? It's, it's like one group. It's who your ally is at the moment of the event. I think that's what's interesting about the way we, we try to look at, say, killing, murdering somebody in a legit way. It's like, oh, we have a procedure. We have to get this certain chemical. We have to put an unnamed, unmasked, or a masked person to pull the switch or push the button. And, like, all this. They have this, like, huge procedure to get it, like, to get it through. Yep. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I I say it's a twofold front. My fix for uh, capital punishment is, one, uh, establish Well, do you think it's one of those topics that it's one of those things as a culture we don't like to talk about? Because as a cult, yeah. I mean, as a society, mm-hmm. society has always faced murder throughout the whole. Like, do we? How do we punish these people? And it, what's the difference between you know excommunicating them from the group and then they go starve in the desert, than just murdering them or just killing them? Right. Well, you go back to the age old question: life in prison without parole, where they can never see the light of day, or death. And I'm like. Well, why waste the money? Now, of course, that's that's pretty trite because someone can still you, be re- rehabilitated in, in prison and do some good. Do you think, like, good. public hanging and everything kind of gave example of, like, the value of life to other people? No, I think it established a fear of this could be you next. That's the only – that that's why I think executions should be private, you know, for, really? for those who are directly involved. No way. I mean, like, think about in the 1800s when they used to do the town hanging. Yeah, and then what? I think mean, that's great. That basically every time they did that, that would just be you're next. This is your uncle up there. This is your neighbor. You better toe the line, and that's where riots happen. So it's almost uh, oh, we're getting in funky territory, but it's almost like going to the animal shelter. Yeah, you don't go to the back room. You know what happens there. Well, now, that's what I'm saying. It's one of those discussions do a lot you of people think don't that, like talking about. Do you think that if they if if the Montgomery County Animal Shelter or Bark down in Houston televised their euthanizations, their thousands of dogs every day, that people just come swarming, oh, I must save these dogs, and come in and get, no. I think a percentage would, but it won't be high enough to save everybody. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like with the Australia, beginning of Australia. To me, that's, I like that. That's kind of a humane way to do it. You know, just ship them off somewhere else, and y'all figure it out when you get there. Hey, uh, escape from New York. I'm so, all about that. I mean, like, and that would be a kind of an interesting social study. Mm-hmm. But uh, but with capital punishment, and people say, oh, it doesn't deter crime. You know what? Here's the thing, and I think Dennis Miller said it a long time ago. Maybe, you know, they kill one of us, we kill one of them. Maybe it brings us down to their level, but you know, and they win. But you know what? That's one less person on their end to get, get a trophy. I, I'm all for that. I don't Even if it doesn't deter crime in general, the person... It's a, this person should be put to death, should be executed because of what they did. Any further message to anyone else is com- completely coincidental. Uh, well, it's especially like how our society is taught. Like sometimes there's, there might be a scenario where remorse isn't part of our society or guilt. So it's just like, oh, he did something wrong. Okay. Because there's so many people that it happens to, but nobody... I think that's the problem where we are in or in where we are as a society is the internet the internet sends us stuff so fast. Mm-hmm. And we come like for example the killing of that journalist. Like I still haven't figured out why this is such a big deal. And besides it being like a state murdered, I guess. Yeah, like, it was like, a state sponsored. But that stuff that happens all the time. Like why is this one was caught on tape. That's yeah, the but only, I mean, only like, difference. But even with that, it's like 
what happened? I mean, like, what or what are we going to do? We're going to hold. I'm not happy with the response thus far to that. Because it's kind of like one of those things where it's an iffy thing. Well, we need an ally. If we're, I, I if, get we're it. if we're just now going to start putting our foot down on things that are unjustified or whatever, it's like, come on, we should have done that probably about two thousand years ago. I agree, but it's also disingenuous to not respond strong, more strong than what we. What have. Would you, you just want to cut them out? I'm not that well versed on the world stage. To, that's what I'm saying. I feel like say that. Well, that's what people expect, though. The way they're reporting this, it's like we should just. I think there should be something more, but I, I can't say we wouldn't end we up... We should a- take one of their journalists is what we should do. <laughs> Even though we're not really involved with it. But you listen to Morning's <laughs> Lenstar, IRLenstar.com. We will be right back, folks. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning... Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone. 
addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information, extension programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out in the studio in downtown Conroe, Texas. Hey, speaking of downtown Conroe, uh, you know, we got a couple of good things We have a parade happening. this weekend. If it, if it, it's a parade. I think it's like at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock tomorrow. Sounds good. If it doesn't rain, we are, we are expecting heavy rains, right? Yeah, keep, people keep tabs on your local news and outlets and stuff because these rains apparently going to be pretty darn pretty gnarly. Darn. Pretty darn gnarly. But starting tonight... We got Susical, the musical, happening over at the uh, Owen Theater. Players Theater Company's putting it on. It's cute. Uh, have you seen it? You know, it's I've a, heard of it. It's a musical, you know, about theater. It's diesel. okay. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's whatever. And we still got Glitz happening over at the Crichton. So we got two great theatrical productions happening in downtown Conroe uh, this weekend. Come rain or shine, or rain or moon. Okay. So what's going on with this Mueller thing today? You hear about this? Is he is he finally doing something on the official stance? Yeah, things are coming to a head. Yeah, today's a deadline of Mueller has to release why Manafort, his plea deal got jacked out from under him. For the I don't follow uh, it. So okay. what, do you, what do you mean? Okay, Manafort got busted. He was doing stuff on like on the side, right? He wasn't. This isn't. Yeah, nothing okay. of, of this entire. The entire investigation, not one thing leads to the current president. Now, I'm just saying that there's nothing to lead back to, but I'm saying there's not a single thing. The only proven collusion with Russia, and what I mean is working with Russian agents to undermine the election, was the DNC slash Hillary Clinton bought and paid for dossier, the Christopher Steele dossier that the DNC paid for is, is opposition research, yeah. where even Steele... In foreign court, under oath, said he could, <laughs> he basically between uh, refusing to answer and his own admission. Because remember, you can't take the fifth in England. There is no Fifth Amendment. Yeah. In England, uh, said that basically it was made up. It, nothing proved in any of it. But that the the only thing is proven is that the DNC and remember at that moment Hillary Clinton was funding the DNC and, and she was a big now, part. Now, how of this. how do you know that? I'm just curious. She like, said they they were going bankrupt. She I think she. Start paying twelve million a year or twelve million a month for it or something like that. I got to work on the actual numbers. She she was actually funding the DNC. Now here's the thing: you can't tell me that. And I don't care if you're a Clinton, a Bush, or a Kennedy, whatever. You don't do that and not get some quid pro quo on that. So she was the de facto head of the DNC yeah. by funding it. Well, so, so today he's just going to release a reason. Manafort, mainly, Manafort basically was, nothing. Well, Manafort was uh, sentenced with a punishment for lying. 
to the FBI. And what happened was saying, okay, well, this is the extent of your punishment. Well, now, recently, that protection was taken away, saying, basically, all bets are off. You've lied. More information has come to light. Now, I don't yeah. know if that means that he lied again yeah. or he's... Man, he just can't stop remember, lying, man. When you get an immunity deal or any kind of a deal, you have to be... They say, okay, you confess to everything to get this deal. And if we find out later that you left something else, the deal is off. You've seen this on Law & Order all the time. Okay. That looks like is what somehow that happened. Today's the deadline where Mueller has to say exactly what happened to get his previous deal revoked. Now, hand in hand with that, what was released from the Department of Justice just recently was an email chain that shows that the, the upper echelon of the FBI, the James Comey's of the world, and the upper levels of the Department of Justice, DOJ, knew before and during the FISA applications the origins of the Steele dossier, which, okay. and the fact that... Well, that's not good. Nothing's ever going to happen. No, the, no, this, this is... I don't know what's going to happen, but this is huge because this is why FBI and DOJ have been dragging their heels on. We, we don't want to release these documents because this email chain shows. It belies everything that Comey was saying that we didn't know. And same thing with Rob Rosenstein, who was the last judge, uh, last person uh, to present the FISA warrant, the last FISA warrant. As they said, we didn't know the origins of the Steele dossier. Uh, we didn't know that the uh, the they used a Yahoo News article on the Steele dossier as proof positive that more than one source had picked it up. Problem is, Christopher Steele himself had leaked it to, he called Yahoo directly. So basically, what they said is, okay, we need at least one news outlet to independently say the story. So we're going to tell this news outlet to say the story, and that will prove it. With this, if this email chain is proven uh, real, legal, uh, then that is a huge thing. That means that the conspiracy that they've been poo-pooing about, oh, no, yeah, is actually true. If they knew that the Steele dossier was, for all intents and purposes, fake or highly suspect, or that they knew that it had been paid for by the DNC, but they did not tell the FISA yeah. judge, that is... Huge criminal offense. That is yeah, but no one's going to get arrested. This is a no, game. No, this is they have to now because Mueller's been arresting Manafort and everybody else for much less. You can't suddenly say, oh, no, we're going to let this one off. No, this is, I'm, I'm telling you, this is this is a big thing. Okay. It's big. Well, let's see. Big. We will see. It's big. So anything else going on you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about the play that I'm in okay. coming up. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's called Sylvia. It's happening at Stageworks. It's okay. starting early January, only a few weeks away. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a small cast. It's uh, uh, I play a guy who's married in a kind of a unhappy marriage, middle age crisis thing going on, and he brings home uh, a dog, a stray dog. Okay. And so it's kind of a love triangle, not not in a creepy way. Uh, and the dog is played by a woman, and the dog's name is Sylvia. And so there are conversations with the dog, and she doesn't crawl around on all fours. I mean, you, you know, this is. She's very anthropomorphized. And uh, another actor, local actor named Tim Egger, uh, is there's the fourth character. And he, as an actor, he has to play three different roles. He has to play like a, a frat boy pit bull owner named Tom, who, you know, knows all about dogs. He has to play a woman, uh, a, a, a female New York socialite. And then he has to play a gender unspecific uh, therapist. 
named Leslie, who stick is the the patients get to choose Leslie's gender. And uh, so Tim Egger, I gotta say, I, I doubt he's listening this morning, is one of the funniest guys I've ever encountered. This is a great cast, great director, and uh, I'll be talking about it more when we get there, uh, get closer All to right. it. All but, right, yeah, you gotta come see this one. It's a lot of fun. Okay, yeah, I get I get to play with a dog. Do you think it's kind of strange that? Uh science will get to that point where we'll be able to choose that kind of stuff, like genders and all that kind of thing? Yeah, that's the big metaphysical question. So people... Cause, cause, <clears throat> you know, what, what's strange to me is it's 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 the natural selection, right, of doing the balance of male-female. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, us as people, we're going to choose? Like, do you think people, like, like if you just... I'm just saying, like, uh, statistically speaking... I think more and more people If you took 100 care. couples... What do you think the percentage of them choosing a male or a female? I think of the couples who have the choice of you can choose your tender's baby, I think less than 5% will actually opt to choose it. Unless they have like five daughters and they just have to have a son. But for the most part, we we're, we want 10 fingers, 10 toes, well, no, and a I, working brain. Yeah, I know that. But I'm saying eventually when the choice is there, I don't think it's going to be, be normal. It's going to become more and more normal for people to choose. I think because we're going to become more be selfish. Come I on, think, we're we're already a selfish society. No, we're, no, us now in China, where you know they will actually, as a baby's crowning, if it's a girl, they can legally kill it. Well, we can do that here anyway. No, no, no. As it's crowning, as it's coming out, they have a little spike. Oh, and they they know yeah, but like wouldn't they know the gender beforehand? The, yeah, but you can't have an abortion like that. It. It's, it's when do a, you know the gender of the baby? When's the when's the scientific thing on that? Oh, I don't know. I think the twelve weeks. I think. But can't you have an abortion at like in China here? No. Yeah. Okay. But so that that's a different thing. But no, in China because they have the population. I think, issue. I, I could see everybody choosing boys. I, I really don't think so. Well, because well, guys they'll want help daughters. At the farm, man. Fathers want daughters. They want one son to carry on the name. That's what I'm saying. The first one would always be like. I see, think in China, you have the population issue, and that's why they are able to kill the girls. We're not talking China. I'm just talking about like general statistics speaking. If we took a hundred people, hundred couples, I would say like sixty to seventy percent would be boys. They choose a boy. I don't think so with gender. Now with everything else, with this, hey, you know, we can genetic- genetically modify your kid to never get AIDS or cancer yeah, yeah, yeah. or or have twenty twenty vision. Absolutely, but that's kind of like Jurassic Parkish, where you know you got Jeff Goldblum saying, "You you you spend so much time asking yourselves if you could, you didn't ask if you should." Or nature finds a way. That's the other one. I I love Jurassic Park with that. Nature will find a way to, to compensate. Oh yeah. Um, what's I'm saying? Like I wonder what's going to happen. Everything when you else. Start- there will be a checklist for okay, yeah, no AIDS, no. But you're saying people won't want to choose the gender. Not gender. Yeah, I bet they would. Oh no. yeah. They Especially would, after, like, say that science is available for 100 years. Yeah, but after 100 years, more and more people are going to be like, you know, I want to choose it. I want to choose now it. Now, there's gender, and then there's right now, and I think this will change. I think it's be number two on the bottom of the list is, is uh, uh, how can I phrase this, the gay gene. And there's actually a, Wait, a play what? called Twilight of the Golds, which okay. is takes place with this couple. They find out that their unborn child has a gene that may make it gay, the gay gene. That's not real, right? Uh, I'm sure there that's is how gullible, one. That's how gullible I am. I'm like, I don't really know if that's a real I'm sure there is. The, you know, everything's a chromosome. Everything's a gene. You think everything's so? in the DNA. Yeah, I told you, my, my 23andMe, I found out down to the fact that my earlobe is detached or that I, I can sm- I hate cilantro or that I can smell 
my own urine when I uh, eat asparagus. I always felt there was these some, are there's all gotta genes. be a percentage of outside influences though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that you know, nurture versus nature. I'm not getting the bigger gay argument on that. It's if there is a gene where they say, hey, listen, your unborn child has a gene that gives an 80% chance of being gay. Do you want that or not? I think for a while that would be an issue, but I think even that would be the number two thing. I think gender's at the bottom of the list, and then I think no, sexual I think orientation wrong. is number two at the wrong. bottom of the list. Everyone's going to want no cancer. Yeah, but when they, no. when they have the ability to choose the gender, I'm telling you, more and more people will choose that. Yeah, it's not going to happen in my life. Because I would just flip a coin if it was me. Like, you know, we're giving up a chance anyway. But people, I, be, I bet you, man, I bet you, I bet you. No, I think you're fine. they do that when they adopt. I wonder what the adoption rate is. If, like, they do, I don't care, or they choose. I think with a child, yeah, here's the thing. That's when a good you, question right there. When you're an adoptive parent, that is, you actually have a wish list. It's weird. And I'm telling you, if when you, you give people baby, the option, what, they'll whatever choose. Whatever God gave you as a When word. the option is available, they'll choose. Yeah, when they're an option, you know what? I I'm can't argue you. that I'm point. I'm getting you. I can't you're, argue you're, that. You're wrong. I'm right. But it's there's a difference be. between adoption and your I'm project. telling you. They're going to... Oh, okay, man, people, sound off. You. Listeners, both of you, chime in here. If you could have chosen the gender of your child, or if you, know, if you think you, you know, could, would you? I'd say gender, no. I'd say sexual orientation, no. But if, if you know, I was a lot younger or... I want or, them to have polio. Yeah, yeah. basically, it's, I, I want them to be uh Now, I'm telling you, man, that's what's going to happen. I, I bet, I bet, and what's going to start, it's going to start with animals, and then people start... It always choose, starts with animals. ...choosing that, and then... Well, yeah, like, we had, well, here's the thing, we had Dolly the sheep, who was cloned, what, 40-something years ago? We're not a clone society now. I remember when that happened. People were, oh, it's the end times. Well, it's not the end times here. We still got one more segment. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a break here, though. Uh, yeah, so if you agree with me, you know, you can just tell us. If you don't agree with Sean, <laughs> you can tell us. But if you agree with Sean, don't bother. We'll be right back. Head out on the highway. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS 
You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, a Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, broadcasting live from the LSCRstudios.com. Having a good time on Facebook Live, Morning's Lone Star. We had a couple more minutes. We uh, want to give a special shout-out to today's guest, John from the Cut and Shoot Hog. Don't forget, on Sunday at 9.30, I believe, a.m., at the Texan uh, Harley-Davidson on Frazier, they're doing their toy run. So if you have a motorcycle, you know you need to show up a little beforehand and talk to them and uh, bring some toys, on uh, boxed-in toys, so no, not old toys or used toys. Uh, and then outside that, we have some shows next week. I know for sure we'll be here on Monday with Jody with uh, Hope for the Holidays. We'll be here Wednesday and we'll be here Friday. Uh, but then uh, we might fill in that Tuesday, Thursday, depending on if we can get some guests. So if you are a person who wants to be on Morning's Lone Star, reach out to us, mwls at ironlonestar.com. All right, closing remarks on today's show. Uh, no one's going to get arrested. Nothing ever is going to get just- <laughs> justice. will never be served. And... Uh, there's a lot of cool things happening this weekend, and don't forget, if it doesn't rain tomorrow, the parade will be happening uh, in downtown Conroe. Is my mic on? It is. You're just not, you're not talking. These, you, head, these headphones are weird, man. Oh, wait. There we go. <laughs> it was partially pulled out. Yeah. I was right. getting like User half error. the volume. That's what they always love about these this setup. I hate it because everyone blames me for their problems. No, th- this was definitely the headphones problem. So, well, user error. It was already like that when I sat down. So whoever the last person to use this. Okay. But uh, but yeah. So uh, later on today, it is Friday. It's Friday, right? It is Friday. <laughs> you know what I'm doing tonight? Uh, there's a school in spring. They're doing a radio play, and I'm recording it. And we're gonna set some dates over the next couple of weeks to play it. Awesome. Do you so, know what the play is? No, I don't. We're uh, we're gonna go in today and record it, and then we're gonna put together a marketing thing for them. Because their kids are excited, they do it every year. I forgot what school it is, but it's going to be fun. It's sounds great. And we'll replay it on Lone Star Community Radio, of course, and dates will be posted. And then, uh, yeah. So, meanwhile, I'm going to run home and wait by the phone for the Oscar uh, committee to call me to see if I want to host the Oscars this year. So, yeah, I can you're tell lucky. Them no. Yeah, you haven't been on social media, so that you won't get in trouble. If you don't say bad things on Twitter, you're good. You can say bad things on like other platforms, but if it's Twitter, 
You no go, bros. I well, I mean, you. can you imagine living your lifestyle being a part of a social media every day? Like, that's one of my biggest struggles for the station because it makes sense to be on social media. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm like, in my mind, I just don't think of it. But there are certain people who are good at it. Like, they think, like, oh, I got to do a promotion picture. I got to do this because you got to promote yourself. You cannot promote yourself. You're just hurting yourself by not doing that. But I guess it's just kind of. It's strange in my workflow and my life flow, I guess. Like, I just don't think of, oh, I got to take a picture of that and post it. Yeah. Uh, usually what I post are, you know, funny updates. I try to keep things light. Or if I find a cartoon, you know, I get the daily comic strips yeah. in an email. Uh, or pimping a show that I'm in. Speaking of which, don't forget, this uh, starting tonight at uh, the Owen. Susicola Musical and Across the Street in the Crichton. Okay. It's Glitz the Musical. Musicals. Well, you know, next week I want to talk about the XFL that's coming to Houston. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. So the XFL, I actually kind of want to go to a game. But what's different? Do we even know? Let's do a little report on XFL, XFL next week. Because I watched it when it came out. Yeah, last I just remember time the football and the, was and the USFL. I, I actually, I want to try to get my cousin on the line. He's a huge football person, uh-huh. and I want him to tell us why do I want to watch XFL over the NFL if I like football. Sounds yeah. good. I'm in. Because I don't really know. I'm in. Let's I mean, can it. you imagine like a, a baseball competitor coming out or like a hockey or a basketball? Like how, how they could. Well, see, baseball is one of the more boring games. But from what I remember with the XFL is they that, changed some of the rules that were more entertaining. And right. then I think even the NFL adopted some of them in one, one fashion afterwards. Right. Because they realize they're not dumb at the NFL. They realize, yeah. you know, we need to. Yeah. I, I, is the lingerie league coming back too? Because. I miss those ladies. I know. Call me a pig. Pig. All right. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Uh, we'll be back Monday, folks, uh, with Jody Schreier of Hope for the Holidays. Be safe and, and dry uh, out there, Today's man. show is partners with Bean Punk Coffee, C3 Creative Content Creations, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning in the Montgomery County area. Sean's good to see you, man. Dick, I have missed you very much. I'll see you on Monday. Everyone be safe this weekend, guys. We're going to expect some major, major rain. Coming our way, all that good stuff. You've been listening to Morning's Lone Star. We will see you later.